0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad. So I saw this. Study the other day and the reason I want to bring it up today is because we had that very interesting conversation in the two o'clock hour about uh, digital transformation transformation and this is a different kind of transformation but it deals again with the various ages of work uh, mm-hmm. work groups that are that are having to mesh together these days in organizations and this one deals with uh, people like me and you um, those of us you know in 50s 60s who are looking to retire. Um, but perhaps don't want to retire right now. And it's uh, a Harris poll. uh, It was conducted by uh, the Harris poll on Uh behalf of staffing agency Express Employment Professionals. And here's what they concluded. The poll found that 76% of Canadian baby boomers, and again, you just missed it, but I am one, said they'd opt for a flexible schedule if allowed, while 60% would choose to reduce hours with reduced benefits. So in other words, what they're saying is most baby boomers, don't want to retire they, mm-hmm. but they want to reduce they want to slowly retire so a partial retirement and the the advantage to companies would be that that expertise doesn't walk out the door so at 65 you know so you they
1: know, move into more of a consulting role right. giving their advice that they yeah. have you know built up over the many years
0: right and companies have often experienced and we've done it like I'll give you an example from course so we had an engineer mm-hmm. tom mm-hmm. who retired it was his time and he retired and we're happy for him and you know what? But it was 24 hours later probably where we went, hey, what does a green wire do? You know what I mean? (laughs) And
1: and Tom... He put all this stuff together.
0: Right. And all that expertise is gone and so for some of the remotes that we've done over the course of the last year or two, Tom's actually Uh been hired to come back and Uh run those for us, right? But how much different would it have been in say Tom's case and you think of your own Tom in your own organization if rather than on this day, he retires or she retires. You say, okay. Over the course of the next five to ten years, why don't we, you know, slowly retire you, get you into a position of retraining or training other staff replacements, have you here with that resource of information that you have, and give you something, you know, um, I don't want to say a purpose, but you know what I mean, like. I'm just not going to go from working 40 or 50 hours a week to not working. I'm going to go to 20 and then 10 and then, you know, just a consultant.
1: Yeah, you know, if it's something that you want to do. There's a lot of folks, again, out there, too, that want to keep on working. But this study says a lot of you want to do this, too. Semi-retirement.
0: Yeah, and here's the other thing the study found. You know,
1: maybe travel a bit more. Spend some more time with the kids, the grandkids, golf, girl, whatever it
0: is. I'll bet you many people are, are, are like me. I work... To go on vacation. That's what I work for, right? And if I could transition into working less and traveling more, and that would be brilliant. I would love that. Now, I'm not in a position where I can do that.
1: Except our retirement stuff just showed up this week. And yeah, we I looked know. At it and went,
0: oh. I know. Mine said, when you retire at 69, that was the opening sentence. I was like, 69? <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> <laughs> Had not made that plan. But anyway, the other thing that the study found, which was interesting, is that so now we've got this majority of baby boomers who would like to sort of phase out of the workforce but would but would be happy to stick around and consult and, and help and train and all that kind of thing. The other thing that the survey found is that the majority of companies in Canada don't allow it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the study was about. To say to companies out there, large uh, and small, you should start thinking about this rather than pushing that expertise out the door.
1: I guess part of the problem here, and it goes back to that conversation that we had with Andrew Au, is, is is this, is are those baby boomers who are on the verge of maybe retiring or who were thinking about doing it, are they all up to date with everything that's happening on the back right. end as that as that workplace that they've been in for numerous years evolves and changes and maybe becomes more digital. How are are these people keeping up over here? So right. can you keep them on to advise when the workplace is in flux?
0: Well, and I think you can. And somebody had just asked, uh, when? what are baby boomers again? So based on what I've seen before, baby boomer, boomers are those individuals born uh, 46 to 64. 1946 to 1964. I was born in 1959, Mm -hmm. so I'm a baby boomer. But to your point, uh, you can think of any example. Think of a real estate office, Uh, for example. I know nothing about real estate, so this is probably wrong. But here we go. So you have a real estate agent that's on the verge of retiring. And he knows that his best sales days or his best sales tool was... Flyers that he put in mailboxes, and he said, You know, I put out 10,000 flyers, I get three hits, whatever it is, whatever that tool is, right? You've, just,
1: you've just triggered me.
0: I know, <laughs> I know you don't like the, I know, and I know your story. <laughs> but if you have that young millennial who mm. says, Okay, I get what you're trying to do, you want to get a message out to as many households in a particular neighborhood as possible, I'm going to tell you flyers isn't the way. So, with the expertise of the retiring uh, real estate agent saying, "No, no, no, you got to cast a wide net to catch a few fish." The millennial then says, "Okay, but here's a technical, here's a digital way to cast a wide yeah, net." You yeah. know what I mean? So you can work in cooperation with each other. Yeah, you hope. Yeah,
1: you hope. Um, I'm curious to know, Chadville, what you think. Uh, what, what you think about this as far as? Um, Early retirement, phasing it out. My my dad retired as, as early as he could. Thought he would stay on in a consultant role, and uh, he he lasted maybe a year and said no, nope, it was uh, didn't want to do it. He he tried it for a bit. I'm just going to go yeah. golf. I'm going to curl. I'm going to travel. Re- That's what I wanted. Retirement do. killed my dad. Yeah, well you, you know retirement is different for everybody. Yep. My father has yeah my father had a great career, but my father has thrived in retirement. Really, he loves retirement. Do you know what
0: my father's? But he retired young as well. Right. So my father retired at 65 mm-hmm. um, and his hobby he realized was his work. Yeah. And when that was gone, he, he didn't know what to do. And then, and so what he did was he went back to work he, as a consultant um, but he didn't like that aspect mm-hmm. of it and eventually left that and then just started shutting down and we we all saw it. Yeah. He didn't want to travel, he didn't he didn't have any interests hobbies. He, his whole hobby became his wife and and my mom felt he was underfoot for the most part.
1: <laughs> Bills on the phone. Hi Bill. Hello. Hi, what's your story? So my brother
2: worked in the medical industry in Edmonton for 30 years, servicing medical equipment, cyclotrons, x-ray machines, and all of that, and they used to send him away to the States for all the training. So he took early retirement, but they didn't phase him out, they just let him go. He is now 67, and he is busier now than he ever has been <laughs> mm. because the medical industry is short on technicians that can service the equipment
0: anymore. Oh, true, yeah.
2: Because they are good on the tech side, but when it comes to on, hands-on and problem-solving and working right on site without having to order anything, no one can do it anymore. So there's four of them in Edmonton, That are doing all the major service work for siemens and everything else and the gentleman for siemens has been approached in regards to he could retire at any time and they're already saying we would like to keep you on Mm -hmm. because all the young people unfortunately and this is all companies do this they let the older people go but they don't let them share the knowledge with yeah. the people
0: that yep. are up and coming. And, and you know what, that's exactly what the survey said and you know you just triggered a memory in me when we had our, what we refer to as the chunky monkey, our, our you know, motor home that was 40 years old, yeah. we would only take it in for servicing to a Canadian tire when a particular mechanic was working Yeah, because he was the only one that could fix it. There wasn't a computer chip in that thing. Right. You know, exactly. But he knew how to do it, but he was the only one who knew how to do it
2: exactly so yeah my brother runs we actually I help him now and we run all over Alberta servicing equipment
1: and let me let me ask you this bill are you yes. making more money than uh, and, you, and is your brother making more money because you can charge now oh, for he, the service instead of being paid what the company wants
2: a hundred and seventy five dollars an hour
1: Woo-hoo! Oh, oh, oh.
2: <laughs> and it's it's only a hundred and twenty five per hour for travel time
1: yeah wow.
2: Good uh, for yeah, you guys. And no problem. He has more work than he can ever imagine. No. And unfortunately, the industry, all, all industries do
1: that. Are you thinking about, you know, or, or either of you thinking, of, okay, maybe it's time or are you just going to keep on going, keep on going?
2: No, he has to keep on going because he decided to build an environmental bail house. so that's
1: where all his money goes now good on him oh bill thanks for sharing appreciate it okay take Take it easy hey you know what let us know have you retired have you enjoyed it what have you done to uh to 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 transition from this working or Mm -hmm. even thinking about it yet can you think about it oh my gosh 4960063 the text line is 630 630 Talking retirement uh, here on the, and the thought of, you know, maybe easing out, maybe doing four, three days, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. Or maybe you've done it and just said, I'm out of here. Some of your um, texts coming in, uh, had I known that I would live this long, I would have made plans. Dean, 1954. <laughs> um, I work for RBC Financial Planning, and this is the basis of all my retirement planning conversations with clients. What does day-to-day life in retirement look like? How will you fill your days? If I had a dime for every time I heard, I'm going to go off and travel... When I asked the question, what does your retirement look like, I could retire. Golf and travel isn't the reality of every day of what can be a 30-year life stage. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. Some folks who are, you know, when you think about it, you know, retiring at 50, 55. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Well, do you Six remember five, that seven, whole Freedom 55? Absolutely. Thing? And then a lot of people, and it was a great idea, and it still is a good idea. But as people, mm. anyone who took advantage of that Freedom 55 found themselves yeah. with what 40 years of yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. financially great, uh, personally not so much.
1: Ron says he uh, retired and he got bored, so he started working with dogs at uh, at a he's a walker daycare. I get played, mm. to pa- I get paid to play. Nice. Sheena says my mom is counting the days until she retires. Is looking forward to more time with the grandkids. Hmm. Adam, ask me this question tomorrow. I have a plan on winning the lotto tonight, and I'll share some with you too. Okay, Adam. We have your your phone number, Adam.
0: There you go. (laughs) Uh, You know, we've made reference to uh, baby boomers today. We've made reference to millennials uh, today. And uh, a number of people have asked us uh, again, okay, so who's who again? So uh, I keep this in my big blue folder because I get asked it from time to time. So again, just if you're curious, and and this is according to the Pew Research Center. um, They're pretty smart over there. And again... Everybody uh-huh. defines it slightly differently. So, there, you know, these years may be out by a couple of years here or there. But here are a breakdown of the generation so, I, so you can figure out what generation you're in. The silent generation was born in 1928 to 1945. The silent generation. So, that would have been, I guess, my parents. Uh, baby boomers were born from 1946 to 1964. Generation X or Gen X were born 1965 to 1980. Millennials were born 1981 to 1996. For anyone born after 1996, or our expert today said it was 2000, there is no official name for them yet, but people tend to refer to them as Generation Z or Z. Uh-huh. There you go.
1: Oh, Kim's on the phone. She's retired. Hi, Kim.
3: Yeah. Uh, my name's Kim. I'm a guy, not a girl. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. Hey, Kim. Are you retired?
3: Yeah, I'm a retired uh, school administrator and have mm-hmm. been for the last 13 years.
1: Are you enjoying retirement, Kim?
3: Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, what happened was I retired early. I retired at 56. And uh, I took early retirement because my uh, I had two older cousin-in-laws who passed away early, and I thought, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get out of the workforce early or that workforce early and then uh, retire and do some other things. So 10 years before I decided to retire, I, I uh, made a plan and in five years I may put that plan in effect. So uh, it's been great ever since. I, uh, my wife and I, we live in Arizona for the winter time and in the summertime, I, for the six months we're home in the summer, I'm a public works uh volunteer supervisor for two three summer villages out at pigeon lake
0: oh very nice okay so let me ask you this so you're do you consider that work i mean it's work without compensation
3: no. no no it's not work it's just it's just something i love to do i live out there so you know uh rather than golf all the time and i i used to uh marshal at a golf course as well but I didn't find that as uh, much fun as uh, doing all this public work.
0: <laughs> but you felt you needed to stay doing active. Doing something, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, very active. And as a matter of fact, uh, like I'm calling you from Arizona right now, and uh, we live in a gated community here, and I got involved in some of the social active stuff here as well, and, and that was fulfilling too. But uh, now in the in the wintertime, I do a lot of the, uh, uh, you know, looking after... Uh, stuff like pickleball and golf. And, yeah, and, and, and several happy hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Kim. Thanks for calling from Arizona. We appreciate it. All right, take care. Enjoy, enjoy. A couple more texts as we head to break. Retire never. When I reach that pensionable age, I'm going to university to get my music degree. This one from Marfus. When I retire, I need to have enough money with no debt. Then I'll have 25 to 30 cows, make half to stay busy, and maybe restore that old car I have. That would be a great retirement. And this one from John A., my lifestyle is... Is my retirement plan another bourbon please the
0: 630 Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at two on six
1: thirty Chad.